Here's a thought about losing history. And it has to do with, I think, a very sad thing about the current generation of photographers who is just being introduced to photography now, regardless of their age, as a matter of fact. There are so many photographers who simply do not know and do not care about the history of photography. I first became aware of this, oh, I don't know, this might have been 10 years ago, something like that. I was at a review conference. I've told this story before, so if you've heard it, forgive me for repeating it, but it's so illustrative. I was at a review conference, and a young woman sat down to show me her work. She was a new graduate with a Master's of Fine Art Photography. can't remember the school she went to, but anyway, her work was very good. And as a matter of fact, I mentioned to her that the work reminded me a lot of the work of Edward Weston. And she said, who? And I was nonplussed. I thought, how do you graduate with an MFA in photography and not know who Edward Weston was? So I asked her about this. And she said, well, uh, the history of photography was an elective course. For me, and I decided to take gum by chromate printing instead, so I didn't get the history of photography. Of course, I didn't bother to ask her why she didn't just read a history of photography. There are so many of them out there, and they're all good. They all have their own quirks and idiosyncrasies, sure, but I would rather have someone read the worst history of photography than no history of photography at all. Well, that lack of connection with the history of photography still shows up today. I was involved in a forum here, oh, this is a couple of months ago, I guess now, and it was clear that everybody in the forum was very up to speed on the latest cameras. They all knew about the new introductions and the new features and the new specifications, etc., of the latest camera gear. But I happened to mention how Joseph Sudek photographed with one arm and a view camera out the window of his humble abode. And again, people said, who's Joseph Sudek? He's not as famous as Edward Weston, but still, anybody who studied the history of particularly European photography would know Joseph Sudek. One of the things that happens when you study the history of photography is you can't help but notice that great photographs throughout the history of photography have been made with all kinds of different equipment, using all kinds of different chemistry and processes and etc. And that's one of the interesting things about studying the history of photography is you realize what camera gets used and what techniques get used are, well, I don't want to say meaningless, but they're secondary compared to the creative vision and the content, the depth of observation and sensitivity that the photographer brings to the task. Conversely, without studying the history of photography, it's so easy to fall into the idea that the latest camera is the best camera because it's the most technologically advanced. And that puts photographers on the hamster wheel of updating and constantly having the newest and the greatest and the latest but all the great images from the history of photography were made with incredibly primitive cameras compared to those we have today. And as I mentioned a few weeks ago, or maybe it was even a month or two ago now, the oddity that 
technology has progressed so dramatically in the last 20 or 30 years, but yet photography hasn't improved commensurately. I don't know that studying the history of photography would reverse that trend, but I'm certain that it couldn't hurt, and that whatever time we spend studying the history of photography, it will be a useful tool that deepens our understanding and enriches our creative life. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing